more of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river. And an update on the weather. The south-easterly here and uh, the enclosed waters of Sydney Harbour, Pittwater and Botany Bay. It's 10 to 15 knots, shifting to the east during the afternoon, then tending north to northeast. Later in the afternoon, moving into the evening around the 10-knot mark. The sea's now below a metre. And uh, offshore, we're looking east-south-east at 10 to 15 knots, turning north-east in the evening. The winds will reach up to 20 knots or more. Inshore, in the late evening, the sea around about a metre. Now, it's the first swell is two to three metres. That will drop back to about two metres in the early evening. The second swell will be from the east around about one metre. The weather, partly cloudy. But don't forget the caution, as you just heard from the newsroom. Large and powerful surf conditions are out there. So if you're crossing the bar, don't. Don't worry about putting your life jacket on. Just don't go. It might be a little bit too dangerous. Or if you've got to go, make sure you wait till daybreak. Okay, let's find out what else to say. Oh, just quickly before I go and talk to the Tenderfield Tedler. The report from Port Macquarie, Ned Kelly's bait and tackles is the, the uh, beaches up there are a little bit rough, but the brim are there and the Mulloway is still up there on most of the beaches. Off the rocks, they're finding brim of blackfish, plumber and shellies, but be aware, take a check on it. Estuary, you'll find Mulloway uh, around the break walls. The flathead have been consistent up the river and the whiting at Lake Cathy or Lake Cadite. And as you would expect, no reports from offshore. Ned Kelly's bait and tackle of 42 Gordon Street, Port Macquarie. Don't forget to call them, 65-838-318. Open seven days a week from 7 till 6. What do you think about that? Mate, it was uh, quite the weather change this week, wasn't it? It was. There was all well, it's everywhere. The wind has been howling and the rain comes and... Mate, it, it was just so hot on sort of Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It's going to be and hot then, again about 36, I think, next Tuesday yeah, or Monday. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, we, we desperately needed that little bit of uh, rain that we got. Although True. this wind, I think, will, will soak most of that right back up. Um, but, yeah, things uh, were getting quite uh, quite desperate in terms of the rain front. Um, so that has not exactly filled uh, everyone's tank, but it, it's given us a little bit of breathing room, I think. Um, but, yeah, we, we could certainly use a, a little bit more of it. But uh, just the, the temperature difference. Uh, yeah, like, usually you get a, a, a storm like that at this time of year, and it's like, oh, great, fishing's just going to be on fire. But, uh, no, not with the, the, the chill that uh, accompanies it. It just uh, closed everything down, you know. And uh, as I say, I, I was speaking to, to anglers, and they were like, "That's just not even worth trying to go out and fish in this wind," you know. And, and that's in some of the, the sheltered gorge country and so forth. It's just whistling down. Uh, mm. But it's, it's been windy and cold, and yeah. While why you talk about the wind and that too. Don't forget there's a strong wind warning for the following areas like Byron and Coast, the Batemans, Batemans Bay down there, the coast down there, and the Eden Coast. You know, so yeah. that's still applicable for today. Yeah, I know. I've, I've 
got to uh, go and run a barbecue today after I close up here at the shop. Uh, what am I doing? The, the St. Mary's Catholic Church barbecue. Bring, bring them by sale. So they're having sort of like a swap meet sale and somehow I've got roped into cooking the barbecue with that. So I smile and nod and then I'm going to Grafton uh, tomorrow afternoon for a uh, Shoes Fishers Farmers branch meeting down there that uh, the wife sort of is going through. She still works for the party so I'm driving her and yeah, I'm good mates with everyone down there and, and so forth and still like to wave the flag so I'll put on my old FFF shirt and toddle down there. Hmm. Uh, so it's going to be a busy weekend with not an awful lot of fishing uh, accompanying it, uh, unfortunately. But uh, that said, the uh, uh, meeting tomorrow afternoon is at the uh, Lawrence Tavern, which is right on the river there. So uh, I might be able to sneak over and cast a few lures around and you know, get, get a, a little dose of... Uh, you know, Maybe not exactly pure saltwater fishing, but uh, brackish at least. And, uh, yep. We'll see if we can't can't uh, pull a few scales out of the water. But in terms of the fishing this week, yeah, as I say, it's been very slow. It was good uh, the first uh, few days of the week. Um, as, uh, the falling river levels is sort of uh, concentrating the fish up a bit. Um, so at the moment it's good, but uh, it has the potential to go very, very poorly for those fish if we don't get a bit more rain uh, coming in. So we'll see what happens over the next uh, few weeks. But, uh, yeah, you're, you're right there. Uh, when I was talking to the boys down at Canberra, where is it? Um, there has been a few fish kills out west and so forth uh, over the last week or two. So, yeah, it's, it's sort of starting again. And as I say, we, we could really... You know, it'd be nice just to have consistent, uh, you know, sunny days. Sunny I mentioned days, it about a month, month, six weeks ago when we were talking about how it's going, how dry it was going to be. I wanted to know what was fisheries going to do about it or we're going to finish up like a couple of years back at Menindee with yep. all the big, you know, million fish killed. You know, I, I'm looking at... Uh, the report from Tackle World down at Canberra yesterday mm-hmm. tells me that Lake Tangtangra has dropped to a very low 6%. Ooh, that's a teeth dryer. Right, it was 64 a couple of weeks back. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, well, obviously the water's getting used and so forth, but, yeah, you sort of go, oh, it's all well and good to, to use that water when, you know, it needs to water crops and all that sort of thing, but... You know, it gets to the point where you, you realise it's not going to get filled back up, boys. You know, like, use it all, and, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's bad times. You know, if we get to sort of that 1% mark again, which is what happened to keep it and a few yep. other dams uh, over the last uh, few years, yeah, just fish uh, can't survive as <coughs> much. Well, just at the moment, keep us around the 85 yeah, keep it's doing pretty well and uh, so forth. But, you know, we are coming into a, a dry summer and there, there will be, you know, things happening there. So Yeah, uh, Sinclair's dropped down 5% over the week. Yeah, they did get some good rain down Armidale Way and, and um, I assume Tamworth did as well. I know Armidale got some, some real nice rain over the last couple of days, which uh, 
we didn't quite get up here. We we sort of we got a bit, um, but it's certainly not as much as we needed, and uh, we could certainly do with a bit more. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But uh, yeah, it's. Um, it's. I tell you what seems to be well, like the reports I get when I talk to the tackle stalls in the country, right? They want to know exactly what is the fisheries minister doing about the, the uh, upcoming yeah. drought. And look, it's, it's got to be the fisheries minister, the environment minister. They're all got to be involved in it. They're all tarred with the same brush. In, in, uh, in concert. And that's the Labor Party are discovering. It's all well and good uh, when you're in the peanut gallery to uh, sort of say, oh, you know, they should be handling it better. We we would be. Well, now's your, your chance, guys. Show, yeah. us, show us what you're made of. Put the proof so, in the pudding. Exactly right. There's, um, there's definitely that. Um, interestingly, sort of Thursday afternoon with that uh, storm that came through, you know, we didn't get an awful lot of rain at first, uh, but we got an awful lot of lightning. And that's that. Uh, if you look on the fire uh, brigade website, you know, I think we said it's uh, something like 38. Uh, lightning fires that afternoon around Tennerfield. Uh, the, the fire brigade boys were very, very busy. Um, so it's it's one of those things that's coming into a um, a pretty ordinary fire season, I think. And uh, you know, it's it's going to be one of those things where again you need the water to to put out those fires. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. You need access. You need, uh, all that sort of good stuff that. Uh, Again, the environment minister is, uh, you know, looking after national parks and wildlife. <laughs> really needs to be starting to think. All right, how are we going to get access into those uh, parks and things like that? Are I think she's got enough those? problems. Whoever that is, who's the environment minister? Oh, I can't tell you. Doesn't matter any. I've got enough problems trying to work out whether they're whether there's 20,000 Brumbies or 30,000 Brumbies and they need a draft of about 3,000, if they'd had the brains in the first place, every cult that was born, they would have cut. Yep, yep. You know, but that might have been a bit of common sense and I don't think they're uh, doused with any of that. It's a problem. uh, Pretty simple, uh, I mean. Brumbies is is going to be around for a long time as a problem because it's such an emotional issue. You've got the sort of mm-hmm. man from Snowy River ethos sort of brigade and then you've got the environmental brigade and the problem is like a lot of uh, those conflicts, both sides have very valid points. Yeah, there, there's definitely um, you know, truth to both sides and uh, there, there's got to be a meeting somewhere in the middle you know, like, and uh, it's it's not an easy balancing act. But uh, most governments try and come down one way or the other, and uh, yeah, you've really. Got I'm to waiting to, to see a, a thing where both sides are angry at you, but no government wants to do that. I'm waiting to see. Now you're a shooter. I've been a shooter. I was one right from the age of twelve. Mm-hmm. I want to know how they're going to shoot these clean shot, kill them stone dead without any. Any pain, right, uh, out of a helicopter? Uh, look, it hasn't happened previously, but um, they're certainly plugging plenty of deer and pigs and so forth from the air uh, with the helicopters. And it's, yeah, 
it's pretty grim. But with horses, there's that uh, emotional human attachment. We're talking uh, about animals that move around about 36, 38 mile an hour. Yeah. And you, you only, if you, you know, Google uh, the Guy Fawkes National Park horse incident, uh, you know, you'll, you'll see the problem with aerial culling is, um, you know, it can, it can be horrific, you know, and, and you know, it only takes one horse coming into town, gut shot or something like that. Yep. You know, and, uh, Look, if yeah. they want to, want to delete them, round them up, corral them, euthanize them, and use them for dog meat or pet yeah. food. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. You know? But I think that's that's the, the best option, and... Uh, do the same with the pigs, yeah. do the same with the kangaroos, do the same with the emus. The, the Brumbies are sort of uh, societies and so forth need to come and meet them halfway and sort of go, all right, well, yeah, we'll contribute uh, a bit of money and, and probably of volunteer course. hours to doing that, you know, but they don't want to. So, there. so it's, again, it's a tough one, but there's no doubt those horses are doing damage up there. There's, there's oh, no look, they that. would. But they've also got a, a significant part of uh, Australian culture wrapped up with them. So, as I say, double, it's, a, it's a challenge and there's uh, sort of good points on both sides and uh, I'm glad I'm not the environment minister, that's for sure. Yeah, OK. <laughs> All right, okay. I'll talk to you guys next weekend. Oh, uh, Penny Sharp is the lady that's responsible. There we go. Say no more. No worries. Okay. No, I'll leave it go over there because uh, I don't think she's that, that sharp a penny. Oh, geez, that's harsh. All right, mate. I'll talk to you next weekend. Okay. Look forward to it. You have a great weekend. I'm going to take a break here on the Super Radio Network. Don't forget, you are listening to High Tide. We're on the Super Radio Network. And before I go, I better say good morning to Dave Sutherland and thanks very much for the lead up plugs to the program, Dave. And, uh, you know, I can't tell them what bait to use. Well, I mean, uh, it's going to vary. But if you want to, like with the moon coming up and the dewfish, I'd be looking for the squid or uh, Hawkesbury prawns are always a good, reliable bait. And a bit of fun, go and catch your own beach worm. Weekend Mornings with Pete Davis. I had a farmer from Coonabarabin and he said that they're getting half the amount of money for their cattle now, but unfortunately, in the supermarkets, the meat prices are still very high. Pete Davis. Has Sydney talking. I had a farm, and a lady there grows cabbages. They're selling them in Coles and Woolworths for $5, and she gets 30 cents for them. So, you know, everyone's being nailed to the wall by the big supermarkets, and, and nothing's happening. 2SM has Sydney talking. When mild arthritis or other aches and pains are getting you down, it might be time you did as others have and try Arborvitae Joint Health. Others just like Tracy. It's like a magic potion. I'm able to work with no pain, no stretch of the truth. It's worked so well for me. Always read the label and follow the directions for use. Go to Arborvitae, that's A-R-B-O-R-V-I-T-A-E dot com dot A-U or phone 1300-879-863. Cobram Estate is the most awarded Australian extra virgin olive oil. Made from olives grown in northern Victoria, they're harvested and first cold pressed within four to six hours to create a premium quality oil. This is what guarantees every bottle of Cobram Estate extra virgin olive oil is fresh and full of flavour, elevating your entertaining and making your food taste even better. Cobram Estate, premium quality, 
great tasting and the healthy alternative. Buy in store at all major retailers. Conferences and corporate golf days that will really impress your guests are par for the course at Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. Not one, not two, but three functional conference spaces and a contemporary clubhouse overlooking their picturesque 18th green. Make Twin Creeks your ideal conference or corporate golf day venue. To find out more, go to twincreeksgolf.com.au or phone Twin Creeks helpful function staff on 9670 With 20 tab tracks across New South Wales and plenty of greyhound racing action daily, thedogs.com.au is the home for everything greyhound racing. Watch all New South Wales greyhound racing live, plus view on-demand replays and get expert form analysis and tips on every race. The black book function allows you to add your chosen dogs and trainers to let you know when they're running next and update you with their results. It's the one-stop shop for greyhound racing. Visit thedogs.com.au. Gamble responsibly. If you're looking for value for money on all homewares, then check out the incredible savings at Peters of Kensington. You'll get more bang for your buck on cookware, small electrical, dinnerware and tabletop items, kitchenware, Manchester luggage and more. All the top brands are at Peters. Scanpan cookware, Rydell glassware, Wedgwood dinnerware, Stanley Rogers cutlery and Sheridan towels. Visit their flagship store at 57 Anzac Parade, Kensington, open seven days a week or shop online. Petersofkensington.com.au why in the world would you shop anywhere else? News, sport, talk. 2SM 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing. They're up. And the lady painted. No, they're off at race. <laughs> Royal Randwick today, he has returned the one and only, the undeniable champion of racing tipsters, Mr. John Karakatanis. Welcome back to High Tide. Say, what an introduction. Yeah, well, I had to do something because I got a feel for you being a rabbit supporter. Yeah, well, why'd you have to bring that up for, mate? That was, that's ancient history. That's, that's as old as you. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure, actually. They're older than you. Oh, that's good. Yeah, they were founded in 1908. You're not quite that old. But working on it. <laughs> <laughs> mate, you enjoyed your holiday? Uh, mate, it was good. I was just telling Brandon on the keyboard uh, everything was great except for the Paris train, train system. I got pickpocketed in the train. Truly? Second day I was there, yeah. 4,200 euro it was out of my pocket. Wow. Yeah. So that out of your pocket or, out of, or would they grab your wallet? No, no, out of my pocket. It was just uh, in, a, in a bundle. It yeah. Was all my, it as was all we my do, we we'll carry an elastic band around it, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I always carry money like that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you, you get in a train, mate, and you squash like sardines. you got to hold on to something, and how they did it, well, they were too good for me. But wow. uh, anyway, a uh, life lesson. Uh, I'll know better next time, but um, the rest of the holiday was absolutely fantastic. Hmm. So, yes, we have to find some winners. Oh, obviously. Ah. <laughs> oh. 
Grant, I know you can't talk, mate. I'm thinking of you. Yeah, Mumbles is there. He's going out tonight. Oh, is he? Yeah. And he's going, guess what? He's going with one of your kind. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Well, you know who, who I'm talking about? Oh, he must be going out with Poppy. You got it in one? Oh, yeah, well, that's why they call me the guru. <clears throat> okay. All right, okay. What race are we going to attack first? What's your best bet? Right. I've got two specials at Rowick. The best bet of the day is in race nine. Race nine? Okay. Yeah, Arctic Glamour. Arctic Glamour. Oh, okay, Glamour. number 11. Yeah, trained by General Ryan and Sterling. The next best is in uh, Gloaming, Tom Kitten. I think that's right. I think that's race seven. Race seven? Uh, Okay. In the the Gloaming, mate. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the Mavi Shandon. It's race seven, number two. Yeah, Tom Kitten. Yeah. Now, in, in the in the Brian Crowley, there's a seven dollar pop with Jason Collins on La Parade. Yeah, number seven, race five, number seven. Yeah, South to Mooney Valley since it's Cox Plate Day. Yeah. <laughs> Who do you like on the plate? In the Cox Plate, we'll stick with Alligator Blood. Oh yeah. Good horse, eh? That's a couple of good horses in that race, isn't there? Yeah. Romantic Warrior, Zaki, Gold Trip, geez. No, we'll stick with... uh, Alligator. I like the alligator. We'll stick with alligator. And in the Manicato, uh, money for Jad there, Imperatrice. Yeah, that can go in the all-ups. Which one? Imperatrice in the Manicato. Oh, yeah, I see it. Number six. It's about a dollar fifty, but it'll be winning like one. Yeah. Okay. Righty up. We've got uh, that yeah, one. Yeah, there's, there's there's plenty of value in all my other tips. I had to, I had time to study the form this week. Last week I was yeah I was sick in bed last week. Yeah. What what you have like the flu or? Oh, just jet lag. Yeah. Change in the weather. Might have been a touch of COVID. Who knows. I was just, couldn't go to work, obviously. Um, so I started over in bed for three days. It got better and I went back to work on Monday. Yep. So I had an extended one-week holiday, which was, wasn't planned, but uh, yeah, you can't work when you're sick. No, I tried it a couple of weeks ago and last week. Yeah. Any help? We haven't got much option at the moment. Mr. Blake's floating around Vietnam. Well, next week I'll be in Melbourne. I'm going down for Derby Day and Cup Day. Uh, One of my mates got a runner in it. Um, So we're going to spend four or five days in Melbourne next week, which will be good. Yeah. Okay. Well, I've got him race five in Sydney. Number seven, race seven, number two, and race nine, number 11 in Melbourne. It's race eight, number six, and race nine, number four. Sounds good.
Yep, I'll pass that on to Brendan and they'll all put it up on the uh, whatever they put it up on. Uh, something electronical. Let me tell you something. Australia is the best country in the world. And don't let anyone else tell you otherwise. It's good to go away for a holiday, but Australia is still the best. Must be good. Albanese keeps inviting a million people a year in. Oh, well, he's a good bloke, mate. Rabideau's number one supporter. He's got to be a good bloke. Okay. This world is for everyone, my friend. <clears throat> I'll go with you. Okay. <laughs> All right, Johnny. Thanks very much. Get better soon, Grant. He's got his thumbs up. That's a start. <laughs> He's going to become a Winchester, you know. A what? A, a Winchester, you know, with a bloke that sailed around the world. Oh, is he really? Yeah, that's what he thinks. He said to me a couple of times now, he said, oh, well, well, I'll be doing high tide from all around the world. Oh, that'll be good. I might go with you. Yeah, he, has, he didn't invite you or I. I'll, I'll, he might take fine, Blakey, mate. though. He'll need some mechanical experience. Yeah. Yeah, well, he'll need he'll need some uh, hunting advice, so I'll go with him for that. Okay. <laughs> See you, Johnny. Talk to you next week. All uh, right. Well, I'll be in Melbourne, so we'll have to organise a different time. Oh, okay. I'll let you know. I'll text you. All right, mate. What time to ring me? Right. All right, guys. All the best. Thanks, mate. Bye. Okay, we'll be back in a moment. We're just going to take a quick ad break here. Imitators come and go, but there is only one John Laws. North Sydney Council's almost uh, certain to allow this Aboriginal Land Council to do as it pleases. This is the prism in which we now operate. You vote no, you're a racist. You don't give a Land Council precisely what it wants, you're a racist. It's just bloody nonsense. I think the Palestinian president, he should come out now and say, we recognise the state of Israel. Israel, in turn, should accept that the state of Palestine must be recognised too. Well, that would be a good thing. But again, let me say, I don't see it happening. This is a worry. The worst bushfire in 40 years has ripped through Queensland, killing two, causing flames of up to 20 metres high. 20 metres? Firefighters listening, we admire you and respect you greatly, and I know you've got a hell of a job on your hands. The John Lewis Show, weekdays from 9am on 2SM. Get a great deal more with Kubota's in-stock catalogue. Check out Kubota's excavators, mowers, utility vehicles, generators and tractor range, which perfectly match to Kubota's land pride attachments. All available for immediate delivery. Let Kubota help to get your property ready for summer. With package deals, competitive finance rates and extended warranties, there's never been a better time to get yourself into a new Kubota machine. Visit kubota.com.au to view the in-stock catalogue now. Recently retired and want to give back to the community? Looking to contribute to a worthwhile cause? Join View Clubs of Australia, a friendly women's network in your local community. View supports the Smith family to help Australian children in need break the cycle of poverty. Become a member today. Call 1800 805 366 or go to view.org.au. 
There's nothing like Razorback 4x4. They make Australia's best four-wheel drive seat covers, which offer protection like no other. So you can get out and about knowing that the interior is protected from spills, mud, sand, dogs, even messy family members. Razorback 4x4 have the strongest, most comfy seat covers this side of the black stump, and they're customizable with free shipping Australia-wide. Head to Razorback4x4.com.au and grab some for your four-wheel drive today. That's Razorback4x4.com.au. Sherlock Wheelbarrows for almost 50 years, making moving mulch, bricks, concrete and waste around the home or job site easier. Sherlock lasts longer. Sherlock. Visit the full range at sherlocklastlonger.com.au. Available at Bunnings Warehouse. As Australia's only national tile specialist, we're wrapped. You voted us number one. You want great prices, great range and awesome quality. Get all that and our lifetime warranty on tiles when you choose Beaumonts. Two SM has Sydney talking. More of High Tide on Two SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river again. Good morning, PJ. Hey, how you going? I'm good. I'm All good. You're on your own again, eh? Yep. Mumbles is, you know, he's getting there. No, well, he'll be right. Another couple of smoothies, he'll be right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know about you guys down there, but we've just had an absolute smashing rain down poor here. We've had some good rain here the last couple of days. Yeah, um, Brad from up there at Lake Macquarie said they had plenty up there too. Yeah, well, then... And the guys... uh, Dave Sutherland was talking about the amount of rain at 2HD, so up Newcastle. Well, we, we had three and a half inches um, between 10am Thursday and 7am Friday. And um, I, don't know, I don't know what's out there now. Um, but, yeah, we just absolutely smashing down there 20 minutes ago. So, anyway, that's going to, um, that's going to stir up the estuaries a bit, which is... Probably a good thing because it's been so long since we've had some rain. Yeah. And a, a lot of the, lot of the um, channel mouths and creeks are sanding up, so it might create a decent uh, running up and might move a bit of sand out of the river mouths and some of the shallow sand flats and create some uh, better areas. But um, it's going to promote some of the, um, the brim and flatted bite anyway. <laughs> hmm. Dirty water make them less shy. Which, which would be a good thing. And, uh, you know, because the estuaries, the estuaries have been fishing pretty good. The lakes um, down at Foster has been some really, really good flathead fishing and um, brim fishing up the rivers, like the Lamble River, <coughs> had a lot of flathead, like a lot, a lot of flathead. Um, and the brim had been further up the channel too, although there were still a couple of good catches coming from down on the wall, down near the trawler wharf there on the Puncurry side. Um, around the back of some of the leases there on Breckenridge Channel. Um, the reports of the prawns in the Breckenridge Channel have uh, happened there the other week because of the dark, and um, so that's something Laurie and I might do later on this year is go down and anchor in the channel one night and um, with scoop nets and skip the prawns as they go past. Um, that's always good fun. And um, the lake prawns, they're sweet. They're just like a horse Early, they're lovely eating, so hopefully, get into some of those. And um, 
while we do that, you throw a live one out on the hook and catch one of those really big whiting that's out there. You know, the whiting fishing had just started coming on in the lake prior to the, the wind and the rain. So um, give a couple of boats to sit down, I imagine that whiting will be there. And once they really get on the job, they'll be chasing surface poppers there. And that's always an exciting way to, to fish for whiting because you'll see your surface popper or your, um, your, your um, lure um, working the surface and you'll just see a bow wave behind it come up to it before it gets smashed and if you know you're hooked onto a decent whiting but now in the shallow water you'll get flathead come up and nail them as well so you know flatter at a bite catch when you're doing that so not a bad thing um, once the sea settles down the uh, and some of this dirty water's running out the river there'll be some good fishing for dew on the beach um, even off the break walls now on first running out tide um would have been a great time to be fishing the break wall down at Foster or up at uh, Harrington or Manning Point on the wall. Um, you know, big big strips of mullet or whole mullet. Um, if there's small sand mullet, would be a great bait to be tossing out there. But other blokes um, tend to throw big um, hard-bodied lures or big soft plastics and just chuck them up current and just let them drift down as you retrieve them down with the current on the running out tide and they... Uh, Jimmy tends to get a few mile away that way. Um, I don't know what's been happening offshore. No one's been out for a few days, so um, I know the fads are out there and there's been reports of a couple of small dollies hanging out there and um, a week and a half ago there was some striped marlin out wide, but um, <clears throat> I know later on at the end of last weekend um, the snapper trapping wasn't going too well. Benny Pake didn't do too good. Um, current was chopping and changing and this might change a bit. Um, the seas yesterday afternoon were pretty big. They're up two and a half, three metres. So um, they've taken a fair bit of the beach off too. So we'll, we'll have to see what, what happens there. But I think once we find a hole somewhere on the beach, um, the resident Mulloway will be sitting in. Although interesting to see, um, there's an app I use, Kieran. It's called the Dorsal Report. And it's um, reports on... All the tag sharks that go past the beacons they've set up, and we've All right. got one of those. Yep. We've got one of those shark detection boys here at Old Bar. Um, we've had a great white hanging around a couple of days. I mean, there's always sharks here, as I've often said, but this um, this one was pinged at um, 5:30 on um, Thursday morning, and then again at 8:30 on Thursday night. So he's been hanging around the area. Um, and it's right in front of the surf club, that boy. Um, and interesting to see, he was tagged in Foster in June in 2022. So, you know, um, 15 months ago, he was tagged down at Foster. He's caught on a drum line, and then uh, he's still hanging around the area. We'd be interested to know where he's travelled to, because um, they have a that tag number, which they can follow. So it'd be interesting to see what goes on. Um but yeah, apart from the normal bull sharks and whalers we get, we've just um, got a white shark in the mix as well. Yeah. Everybody wants to be up here, so. Yep. It's a friendly place to hang. Well, it's a wonderful place to be. It's um, just a bit wet at the moment. And, uh, um, the, the um, I was going to say, the Salty Classic, the registration's opened up on Sunday. Um, the Salty Classics were held on the 10th, 11th and 12th of November 
and um, you can fish anywhere from Port Macquarie down to um, down to uh, Mile Lakes. I wonder whether our friend, the minister, ex-minister Melinda Pavey, is going to enter that comp after her experience at Crescent Head, where she went quite well with Loza. No, I don't know. I won't be able to take a fishing because I'm going to Montana tomorrow. So. Well, yeah, I'm that's gonna, that's I'm yeah. Gonna, today's gonna, the last day, isn't it? Hey, I'm going to miss out on uh, on fishing the Salvi Classic. Unfortunately, over there with the Blackfeet and uh, the Crow. And some of the Apaches, the plain Apaches moved into Montana as well? No, main, mainly Lakota. Tried Lakota Sioux and uh, yeah. others. But, um, yeah, so I'll be, I'll be over there, but I sh- should be able to uh, be contactable. I reckon I'll leave it up to you to give me a call. No, I, no I'll let you know I'm available and you can ring me. Yeah. Just depends where I'm going to be, because like, um, it'll be Friday afternoon. Okay, I'm going to ask Saturday you a quick morning. question before we go, right? Yeah. Now you're a, you're a fair shot, same as Stevie Bowler, right? Yeah. How, how do you reckon you'll go? You would go eliminating thirty thousand brumbies out of a helicopter. Well, Kieran, that's a, that's a pretty poor debate because I know some of those guys in the helicopters are fair shots, but after the last debacle I did up at Guy Fawkes National Park near Rebor, there was wounded brumbies walking into town for days. Yeah. Um, you've got you've got a whole plethora of ground shooters that do a lot of culling in the state forests for free. Uh, they've done helicopter deer culling recently and worked out um, for every deer shot, it was $3,000 or something. Um, the horses were about the same. And the problem is <clears throat> these people fly on and they lose their boundaries and they've been shooting um, on public land or they've been shooting in, in um, private land. Um, there was an incident where they were helicopter culling deer and they... Um, shot in an area they weren't supposed to be heli shooting and they nearly hit a couple of um, other hunters that were allowed to be in the state forests. So <clears throat> the accuracy out of the plane isn't the best. And they um, they cost the taxpayer a whole load of money when you've got 20,000 licensed, licensed hunters that have passed their safety tests and know what they're doing. Um, they could be doing it for free. Yeah, and believe it or not, they could be utilising the meat. Oh, yeah, the I'm, helicopter I'm, shooters just shoot them and leave them on the ground, and yeah. they're like horse that, meat. That's what I said earlier, Pete. You know, they herd them up, uh, put them to sleep, and uh, use them for dog pet food. And they could do that because somebody wanted to uh, make an industry out of recovering them for pet food. But see, they used to allow people to trap the brumbies. Yeah. And um, and then break them and, and trade them, but obviously they didn't want that because somebody was missing out on a quid. That's about where the uh, story starts and finishes, isn't it? Yeah, well, there's an old saying, "Follow the money," you know. But if nobody's making a quid out of it, they're not going to recommend it, you know. The, the people who were making the quid out were the blokes who were putting the traps up and then breaking the horses. They went to the trouble, so they should get the reward. Of course, but um, and of course they would they would cut all the colts. 
That's right. Yep. You know, yeah, and that's I, what should have happened. Let me say, I'm, I just can't blame the current minister Penny Sharp for it. This oh, should no, have happened on, on a lifetime ago, and it should have been by national parks. They're at fault uh, because these animals could have been quietly just castrated and uh, moved on, and they would never have bred on. Well, I can I can tell you, I was going to um, uh, it's a private pine plantation um, down near Maragle, which is not yep. far from Cancoban and Tumbarumba. And I was down there, and I was going through the forest, getting a bit too close to uh, some of the girls, and a stallion came out, and I thought I was going to have to shoot him because he was rearing up at me and gnashing his teeth and everything, and he was um, he was ready to ready to uh, call war. Uh, and yeah. in the end, I just moved points and kept a couple of rail of points inside of me, and he just wanted to scare me off before he got serious, but. Um, you know, something needs to be done. I know there's a lot of people out there saying don't kill them, don't kill them, but, um, you know, like you should see what they do. They do change the course of the river with their wallowing and that. Uh, look, they they do do a lot of damage. All, all those wild animals, they're not, the horses aren't, aren't the only ones to blame. You've got the pigs, got the emus, got oh, the kangaroos, yeah. you name it, we've got them. This is what I'm saying, mate. There's so many things Camels. out there we, we could be doing now. Yeah. The recent a recent study has shown that, you know, the government and its hell been on eradicating deer yep. and it proves that deer aren't, aren't responsible for the spread of the zoonotic diseases. Now, Robert Borzak and Mark, Mark Banasiak are all over this. Um, but, you know, like if you want to have an eradication program, there's 20,000 licensed hunters out there, such as myself, such as Steve Fowler, yep. such as Robert Borzak, they're quite capable going out there and doing a job for them at no cost. Okay, let's talk about that tomorrow as well. Mm, right, mate. Okay. We're going to go. Uh, we're going to take a break here on the Super Radio Network. You are listening to High Tide. We'll be back right after these messages. To smsupernetwork.com. Traffic. Cecil Hills, Yum 7 approaching Elizabeth Drive, truck break down northbound direction. We've got a high volume of traffic at the moment. Centenary Drive approaching and Arthur Street. A lot of traffic inside the Pacific Highway exit at Warringah southbound, but no delays. Pacific Highway, Taramara approaching Kissing Point Road southbound. With fuel price lock on the My 7-Eleven app, you could save on mobile quality fuel when you fill up at 7-Eleven. Savings not guaranteed. Visit 7-Eleven.com.au for T's and C's. Introducing the Car Sales Car of the Year, the all-electric Kia EV6. With up to 528 kilometres of range, the Kia EV6 is leading the charge. And with its ultra-fast charging technology, you can charge from 10 to 80% in as little as 18 minutes. The Kia EV6, car sales, car of the year. Find out more at kia.com.au or drop in to your nearest Kia dealer. Kia, movement that inspires. Finance Easy understands that recent times may have been uncertain for business owners and they'll make it simple to get you finance at competitive rates. Finance Easy takes the hassle out of borrowing money, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. No more meetings with bank managers, no reams of paperwork, just a few clicks on the website. Visit financeeasy.com.au or call 1300 003 003. Australian Credit Licence Number 392182. Are you building a new home? Well, there's a more affordable way with a PAL Kit Home, Australia's most experienced and trusted kit 
Homes supplier for more than 50 years. You can become an owner builder and manage the building of your own home. Pal guarantee that you can do it even without prior building experience. Find out how you can build your very own home. Go to pal, that's P W L, kithomes.com.au or you can phone them on 1800 024 912. Relax and unwind before you take off when you stay overnight at Ridges Gold Coast Airport Hotel. Located just a minute's walk to the terminal and a five minute stroll to the beach, Ridges Gold Coast Airport Hotel is your perfect home away from home. Enjoy a sundowner and meal at Ridges Rooftop Bar with views along the Gold Coast beaches and the hinterland. Visit ridges.com or you can call 7 56198198. Good for the game tomorrow? Nah, still trying to sell the car. Oh, give me your phone, let me do it. Yeah, good luck. Car sales, instant offer. Car sales, what? Instant offer. You can skip creating an ad, dealing with buyers and waiting for a decent offer all weekend. Is that the offer for my car already? Yep. Now just take it to one of the official buyers nationwide, get it looked over, and the money drops the next business day. So I'll see you at the game then? Yeah, see you at the game. Car sales instant offer. The hassle-free way to sell your car. T&C Supply. 2SM has Sydney talking. 2SM has Sydney talking. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could yes, and welcome back into the... Well, not into the studio, but back on the phones, the Marine Rescue New South Wales Commissioner, Mr Alex Burrell. Morning, Al. Good morning, Kieran. Yeah, shame I'm not there this morning, but uh, sounds like you're doing a great job as usual. Oh, give me a pay rise. How's that, plug? Yep, that's good. I just don't know who's going to listen that's going to make it worthwhile financially to me. Hey, listen, you were up at Iluka in Yamba. I was. I was up there on Thursday. We were fortunate enough to have her excellency, the Honourable Margaret Beasley, the Governor of New South Wales, come up there and uh, spend some time with our local unit and recognise some long-standing members of ours, which was a wonderful experience for the local unit there and and great for the organisation to have the recognition of the Governor. Okay. So that's that's good news, isn't it? That's great. Yeah. And, and also there was a uh, a Marine Rescue New South Wales member uh, who was crowned the South Coast winner. Yeah, we've, we've been lucky this week. Uh, yeah, I remember Julie from uh, down at Naruma, uh, Julie Carney, who's uh, been a long-standing member and done some wonderful things down at that unit. And to, to be like recognised locally in, in some volunteering awards is great. We, we see that a bit throughout the state, which is wonderful to see our volunteers recognised because they do such a wonderful job um, and, and give up all their time, you know, uh, to support our organisation, but more importantly, to support the local community and the local voters of that area. And while we're talking about recognition, Port Stevens have been recognised. You've sent them a new replacement vessel? Yeah, last week we commissioned a new vessel uh, up there, which is great for them. It's good to see that we can continue to, you know, turn over our fleet and replace our rescue vessels because it's really important for us that we we do give our volunteers, you know, state-of-the-art, fit-for-purpose rescue craft. And this was the latest in, in, in a replacement, you know, 600 and, nearly $680,000 rescue vessel built out of Yamba Welding up there in, uh, on the Northern Rivers region up in Yamba. And, it's um, you know, it's great that uh, we're very proud that, most of our vessels are built within New South Wales. I think it's great to support the local industry. And this will be another great asset that will we'll go to a local area. This one being Port Stephens, and I know that they'll put it to use. They've been out over the last couple of days already assisting 
New South Wales Police with that search for the missing helicopter up off Port Stephen. So that vessel's been out and about and uh, put to use already. Great. Now let's go further north, Marine Rescue at Brunswick. Multi, yeah, multi-unit food capability training exercise. Yeah, flood flood rescue training uh, this weekend. Um, obviously, we all saw on the back of the, the recent flood events over the last couple of years that there was a need for some increased in ca- increasing capability across the state to make sure that you know all the emergency service organisations can come together. And we were fortunate enough out of out of some of those reviews to receive some increased funding, which has allowed us to go out and purchase a number of sort of fit-for-purpose rescue craft, uh, flood rescue craft. So um, this is really, they've come online now and we're into the training phase and this will be a, a training exercise up at uh, Brunswick and the Mullumbimby region, bringing together all of our units up that way, that way and, and give some of our members that additional training that they need to be involved in on-water flood rescue should that need arise into the future, which I'm sure it will at some point. Well, it might be apt after last night, the uh, heavy rain that they've had up the coast. Yeah, which is good because, I, as as you said, I was only up there earlier in the week and uh, I don't think they've had much rain. So oh. it's good that they're getting some and they need it because I think that area is, is technically in drought. But, um, you know, it'd be great if we didn't see flood events that we saw over recent years, but no doubt um, it will occur and it's great that... Um, we're getting greater prepared to assist the SES in their in their combat agency roles, and um, yeah, you know, it's great for our members to have that extra skill. Uh, don't forget, we've got to keep going. I've spoke well. I got Mark Benazak on after six o'clock, and we've got to keep pushing with the uh, with the government to get more funding for marine rescue. Yeah, think, look, we, we, I think that's we'll an important thing. I think you guys are out there, out and about, and we're having a problem. We don't seem to hear from Transport New South Wales too much from Maritime. So uh, it looks like it's fallen on your shoulders. Look, it's you know it's important for us that we do have the right level of funding that we can put back into our unit so that we do the do the work that we do. Um, we've already seen that uh, this year's been busy, and this financial year started busy for us, and we know coming into this summer. Um, that our units right across New South Wales will be heavily engaged. So the more the more funding we can get, we still rely so heavily on localised fundraising and our, our volunteers, you know, they've got fundraising units within each of the with each of the bases and they do a wonderful job to raise money, but the more time uh, we can spend on the water and I guess in many ways with less time flipping sausages, um, it, it, it makes us, you know, be able to give back to the community more from a rescue capacity. So all I can say is that I know it's difficult. I know everybody's struggling for a dollar. Well, the working class, huh? Anyhow, you know, but if you can just afford to throw two or three dollars towards those uh, raffles and stuff, that's good. And if you've got a bit of spare time, how do we go about becoming involved with Marine Rescue? Yeah, look, we'd love to see more members. We're really on a on a real drive to try and bring some members in, particularly in regional parts or your regional listeners, yeah. um, and Sydney, but um, but regional in particular. Jump onto our website www.marinerescuensw.com.au. All the information there, or you can just simply drop straight into one of your local units, say good day to the crews, and they'll point you in the right direction. Um, but there's a role for everyone, whether or not you want to work on a rescue vessel. Uh, work in a radio room, keeping a listening watch for the VHS Marine Radio Network or just simply getting involved in fundraising, administration. There's a role for everyone. So, yeah, please encourage all your listeners. Thanks very much for your time this morning, Al. Talk to you during the week. Good on you, Kieran. Good on you, mate. See you. 
Okay, it's time for us to take an ad break, go to the news, and we'll be back with Mark Banaziak.